everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about women having pressured sex. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. It's an eight page guide with everything you need to know about the different kinds of situations that can come up in the early stages of dating and the exact words that you can use to communicate and respond in those situations. Also, for those of you who are interested and curious about coaching, I will be reopening my coaching program in October. So we're still a little ways away from that, but until then, I also have a course on my website that's available. It's called The Solution to Dating Anxiety, which I know is something that brings a lot of people to this podcast, is feeling anxious during the dating process. So that would be a great thing to get you started. Um, There's 10 lessons and reflections and exercises to do to help you work through any dating anxiety that you're experiencing right now. And the link for that program is in the show notes as well. So I want to talk to you about something that has come up with so many of the women that I have worked with. And I want to be clear that I'm not talking about sexual assault. Um, but I'm actually talking about our decision-making process when we decide to have sex with somebody and how many women have programming around sex that makes them feel pressured or rushed or guilty when it comes to having sex. So I want to give a few examples that I've heard from different women in my community And when I share these examples, it's usually not just one woman's example. I'm thinking of many women who have had the same experience. So the first example and a thought that I hear very often from women is that if you invite a guy over, he's expecting that you probably will have sex. So therefore, if he comes over and you just make out, you're probably letting him down or disappointing him or not meeting his expectations or you're teasing him or leading him on or sending mixed signals. So what that means is that you end up feeling guilty, pressured, rushed into doing something. And if you do have sex, it's actually not coming from an empowered place. It's coming from trying to please the person, meet their expectations, or not lose them. Another example is a former client with me shared that two different guys told her, point blank, like a friend and somebody she worked with, that if a woman doesn't have sex with them by the third date, they're just going to assume that there's no chemistry. And that's how all men operated. So when we were talking about the role of sex in her dating dynamics and she was having sex early with people, she eventually shared that with me and she started crying and she said that she kind of just adopted that belief uh, since hearing it from those multiple sources. And that's often a mindset that many women have as well is feeling like we need to prove to people that we are sexy 
we need to have sex to show that there's sexual chemistry or that no guy is going to commit to us if we don't first have sex with them because how will they know if there really is sexual compatibility or sexual chemistry? And sometimes we also worry that maybe if we don't have sex early enough, the guy won't stick around long enough to really get to know us. Like he's going to get bored or he's going to go elsewhere where sex is easier. So once again, that line of thinking leads you to making a disempowered decision when it comes to sex because again, you're doing it for the other person. You're doing it because you think that you have to. You're coming from a pressured and rushed place and it's not about you. It's about keeping the other person pleased and keeping them around. So let's talk about some principles to help you make empowered decisions when it comes to sex and the people that you're dating. The first principle is when it comes to sex, you want the decision to feel empowered and good, not only in the moment that you do it, but also thinking a little bit ahead of like the next day and the next week and the next month. And that depends on your unique relationship with that person too. So for example, let's say you go to a festival and you meet somebody really amazing and spontaneously decide to have an amazing sexual experience with that person. That's probably a decision you'll feel good about then and later depending on how it felt in the moment. However, if you met somebody and you didn't only see them as a casual connection and there was the potential that maybe down the line you did want something more exclusive and serious and a relationship, then the conditions that you will feel comfortable having sex with them under will evolve and change as your relationship grows. So it might feel good to have sex with them on the first date But maybe four or five dates in, when you really start liking them and you're developing a relationship, you won't feel comfortable having an open sexual relationship anymore. And then you have to find out if they're on the same page, where it's easier to develop the relationship first, see if this is somebody that you would want a relationship with, have that conversation, make sure you're on the same page, and then have sex. And then it's an empowered decision again because the conditions will remain the same going forward. So that was a lot. I hope that made sense. But basically, if you are wanting to have potentially both experiences, you're wanting to have casual or shorter term sexual experiences and also are looking for a long term relationship, then it's best to split those things into two. So when you're dating people, If you know that there isn't potential, then great. See if there's the potential for just an attraction-based physical connection. However, if there is the potential, then it's better to have the exclusivity conversation first and make sure that all of the emotional conditions are met for you to feel empowered connecting with that person on a deeper level and also on that physical level. Another thing to consider when it comes to empowered sexual decisions is that you don't have to hit every base in one night. So 
most of us, when we were younger and starting to become sexually active, um, usually were with somebody over a period of time where we explored different phases of getting to sex. So for example, first you're kissing, then you're touching, then you're dry humping, then maybe there's oral sex, then maybe things without clothes. Like it was developing over time and there wasn't necessarily the expectation that all of those different things had to happen in one night. So some women share with me that maybe they do want to explore the sexual connection with somebody more, but at the same time, they don't feel ready to have sex yet. And one thing that can help with that is releasing the expectation that everything has to happen in a day. It's okay for you to slow down and take your time and actually allow there to be a build in the sexual chemistry and tension and to not immediately have sex, but explore other options together. Another mindset around feeling empowered in sex is that other people's intentions or expectations actually don't matter at all. So many women have shared with me the fear that, well, what if he wants to have sex, right? Like what if he comes over and he's thinking we're going to have sex or that's his expectation because it's been this many dates and it's the first time we're at my place and maybe we're making out on the couch and he thinks that's going to happen. That's simply not relevant to your decision at all. He probably does want to have sex with you because you're attractive and because he wants to have sex. And that's completely irrelevant information. It has no factor at all in whether or not you will have sex. So other people's expectations or what they think will happen is not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility to make them true. It's not your responsibility to soothe the other person if they're disappointed or frustrated. And in fact, if they're not respectful and understanding and patient when it comes to you slowing things down, then that's an instant deal breaker. If they get angry or frustrated or pushy in any way, that's the end of that relationship. So you making empowered decisions when it comes to sex is not just about wanting it or not wanting it. That's part of it. If you don't want it, if you're not ready, then part of making an empowered decision is paying attention to that and not having sex when you're not ready. But the other part of empowerment is also making sure that the emotional conditions that you need to feel comfortable having sex are met and not having sex before those conditions are met. Some of those conditions might be knowing that they're not sleeping with other people or dating other people, having a certain level of emotional investment from that person, Um, maybe knowing them for a certain amount of time, feeling a certain level of integration with your lives. You have to decide what that is for you and don't let other people tell you that you shouldn't need that and that a true empowered woman doesn't care about those things. And that you should be completely unattached or unaffected if you have sex when those conditions aren't met. 
they are just as important as your general feeling of readiness to have sex with somebody. Okay, so that probably wasn't the most fun topic, but it was a really important topic because it comes up enough with my clients that I know so many people listening to this are feeling those same pressures around having sex. And I want you to feel empowered and to make decisions that always feel good around having sex because it's supposed to feel good. It's not supposed to feel bad and guilty and rushed and pressured. That's not the point of that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.